Peter Marshall has been driving trucks for more than 30 years, but he's never seen anything quite like the situation this autumn. Long queues at the petrol pumps. Some filling stations are shut. There aren't enough drivers to deliver fuel. Peter Marshall can understand why nobody wants to be a truck driver. He's been on the road since three in the morning, loaded with chemicals and other goods. By midday, he's crossed England, including breaks. He's on the road for up to 15 hours at a stretch. Nowhere to eat properly, nowhere to drink properly, no toilet facilities. For what you get paid, it's, we're really undervalued, to be honest. The driver's cabin has a television, microwave, and refrigerator, but it's smaller than a prison cell. Some things in there to keep me going. Peter Marshall's employer, Young's Transportation, is recruiting new drivers, offering more than 50,000 euros a year. Even so, they're still short of more than 30 staff. The driver shortage has been existing since the beginning of the year, really, uh, and, and years before, but to the, not to the proportions we're seeing now. And the consequence of that is that the industry is struggling. There's a shortage of drivers everywhere. It's not only disrupting petrol deliveries, but food supplies too. Christina Norman volunteers for a charity. She collects surplus goods that supermarkets donate to those in need. At the moment, however, she's only getting half as much as she was a few months ago. There's not that many trucks delivering now. The other day when we came, there wasn't any food. He, she said to me, all we have is potatoes and eggs. For her clients, that means there's less that they can take home. And every week, her organization has to turn away people in need. Thank you. They either get the fuel shortage sorted, or we have more drivers, or... You just think to yourself, you know, where are we going to be in four weeks' time? One reason behind the transport crisis is delays in issuing driver's licenses. Thanks to the pandemic, Brexit is another reason. At Young's Transportation, many European drivers weren't able to come back after the holidays. It's the same story right across the sector. We have, as the UK, historically relied upon EU drivers, um, a foreign workforce to come in and, and prop up the supply chain. Um, you know, last year in 2020, there's approximately 25,000 EU drivers that went back to the continent and that's going to leave a hole. New drivers are trained here at the National Driving Centre. Kadeen Lubin-Hewitt is a bus driver, but he's retraining because truck drivers are better paid. He hopes to earn one and a half times his previous income. You know, the way they're, they're paying the lorry drivers these days because of shortage, you know, it's a good opportunity to take what they're offering. Even airline pilots are retraining, but it will take time before these rookies can fill such a big gap in the market. I would say there's a fair compromise between training up domestic UK people to fill the lorry driver jobs that have been left short, um, but we still need people from the EU as well. Truck driver Peter Marshall hopes the current crisis will lead to improvements in his own pay and conditions, and that the changes will be long term. Pay a, a good going rate to retain domestic drivers and to encourage young people because the average age of uh, domestic drivers in this country is around 50 years old. There's no young people wanting to put up with living like this. 
Until the UK has enough domestically trained drivers, the plan is to bring in more EU drivers. The British government is making 5,000 special visas available. A drop in the ocean. It's estimated that the true shortage adds up to around 100,000 drivers.